Mark 8, in those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples unto him and saith unto them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now been with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away fasting to their own houses, they will faint by the way. For divers of them came from afar, different people. And his disciples answered him, From whence can a man satisfy these men with bread here in the wilderness? And he asked them, How many loaves have ye? And they said, Seven. He commanded the people to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks and break and gave to his disciples to set before them and they did set them before the people and they had a few small fishes and he blessed and commanded to set them also before them so they did eat and were filled and they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets and they that had eaten were about four thousand and he sent them away. Amen. The first verse one more time. In those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples unto him and saith unto them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now been with me three days. Everybody say three days. And have nothing to eat. Amen. I want to preach for just a little while from this title, The Connection Between Hunger and Miracles. Amen. The Connection Between Hunger and Miracles. Amen. If you would, set your Bibles down at this moment. Lift your hands to the Lord. And I want you to lift up your voice right now and ask God to help us. In the name of Jesus Christ, I love you, Jesus. I thank you for all that you've done. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray. We need God to help us for a few moments in this house. Hallelujah, we thank you, God. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your help. Come on, are you thankful right now? Oh, are you thankful? Could you just let some praise? Come on, I don't want to tell you how to praise him, just however you feel like it. Off the drawing board of your own heart, just give God some high praise. Oh, hallelujah. I love you, God. I honor you today, Lord. You've been good to me. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. I'm going to preach for just a little while. The connection. Everybody say the connection between hunger and and miracles. Amen. I hope you understand that there is a connection. I read this story, I don't know, hundreds of times. I've heard it preached. This is the story of the 4,000 that were fed, and there was also a story of 5,000, amen, that were fed, and from just a handful, just a little, a little something that was given, God turned it all around, he multiplied, and he fed a bunch of people. Amen. And I'm thankful to tell you today, standing here, that God is a miracle-working God. Hallelujah. 
Amen. The difference between the God that we're serving and the creature that other people are serving is our God can do miracles. I said our God can do miracles and their little gods can't do anything. Amen. I'm thankful today that uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. If he was a miracle worker in this Bible, he's still a miracle worker right now. Amen. There's not a need in here that's too big for Jesus. I said there's not a need that's too big for Jesus. There's not a situation that's too complicated where he can't figure it out how he's going to make this work. Hallelujah. I'm thankful today to be serving Jesus Christ. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad I know he's not the vice president of a trinity. I'm glad I know that God was manifest in the flesh. I'm glad I know that I'm not praying to just some secondary person, but when I say the name of Jesus, I'm saying the greatest name. I said there's not another name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. Jesus said all power in heaven and earth is given unto me. Think about how powerful it is when you say, Jesus, Jesus touched my child. Jesus, do a miracle for me right now. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, I'm thankful that he's a miracle working God. I've heard all my life that he was a miracle worker. I've seen miracles. I've seen a man that was deaf get the Holy Ghost and begin to speak with other tongues. Man, I've seen people who had all kinds of diseases healed immediately. Amen. I've seen it all happen. I'm thankful to tell you God is a miracle working God. Amen. I had a a brother-in-law that was born dead for 90 minutes, I think it was. He didn't breathe or move. 30 or 45. 90 sounds better. 30 or 45 minutes. Let me tell you, after just a few minutes, you're checked out anyway. Amen. The baby born, no motion, no breathing, no nothing, and they're in the other room. Amen. Who knows what God will do if people just start praying. And and they're in the other room and they just start praying Jesus. And all of a sudden they hear something. (laughs) I'm talking about a Jesus that can bring life where there's no life. And I've heard stories my whole life. Of God doing miraculous things. Praise God. Praise God. Miracle after miracle. God, don't let this church become a no miracle church. God, when you're the God of miracles, and we sing the song, anything can happen. The moment you walk in, 
Anything can happen, God, the moment you walk in. I've heard stories of bones coming out of the skin and people begin to pray, Brother Barner. People begin to pray and bones start going back into place. I just want to tell you, if God can put a bone back in place, he can make a brittle bone a strong bone. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Seen people laying on death's bed. I'll never forget Brother Jimmy Green. If y'all just let me talk a little while, I just feel like talking a little while, and then I'm going to preach for 90 seconds. I just remember walking in the hospital, Brother Jimmy Green was laying there, had everything hooked up to him. You can imagine bad strokes. and I mean, every machine they, they had, they had it hooked up to him. It was as bad as I've ever seen it. And Sister Green, she was telling me, we were standing there in the hospital, and, and she said, you know, the deal is, Brother Motai, he's just been sick for a long time, been out of church a long time, and I, I'm just, I, I, I'm not... I don't know for sure if he's ready to meet God. I'm telling you. Begin to pray, God, give him a chance. God, don't let this woman worry about this. This great prayer warrior, Sister Janice Green, where's she at right now? There she is, she's hiding. Amen, praise God. Don't, don't let her worry about this. We begin, we begin to pray. You know what happened? That lifeless body began to get life. Then he began to get a little more life. And it wasn't just a few weeks later, he busted through that back door. Made his way to this altar. He was right there. He started praying right there. And the Holy Ghost fell on him. And he began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. God is a miracle working God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Seen people in desperate situations, sicknesses. I, I, I could go back to in the early part of my life, I grew up in a place where they preached against doctors. I don't preach against doctors, but I will tell you, they are practicing. They're not your creator. Amen. My hope ain't in a doctor. Amen. But I, I grew up in a church first 10 years of my life where they didn't even believe in going to the doctor. You know what? We've seen a lot of miracles happen. Well, hallelujah. There's something powerful about putting your trust in God. Amen. One of the greatest concerns that Jesus had was, when I return, will there be any faith left on the earth? Amen. I know faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You know what? I'm determined. I'm going to preach faith 
in this church. Amen. I, I, I pray you're as determined to show up and hear faith because you need to hear the word of God. If you'll hear the word of God, you'll walk out with faith. Amen. God is a miracle working God. Amen. But I, I would only be telling you half the story if I just told you that God was a miracle working God. Amen, because the other half of the story is, how do I get a miracle? Praise God. We shout the night Sister Tammy Borner came down with a heart monitor on. We prayed for her, and God touched her. She mailed it back the next day. No problem. Thank God for that. We rejoice. We rejoice over things. Man, I know I've mentioned a thousand times, but it's like when Sister Moody was in the hospital and the, the antibiotics were doing something. I don't remember. And then, Anyway, they couldn't give her no more antibiotics, and, and she had a terrible infection. The doctors didn't know what to do. What, we just got in that room and started praying. I said we started praying. And the white blood count began to change, and... Wasn't very long, she was up running around healthy as a horse. When they said, we don't know what to do, I know what to do. When they don't know what to do, I know what to do. Hallelujah. Forgive me, I'm just having a, a parade, a miracle parade right now. When I began to think about this miracle, I text Brother Daniel this afternoon. I told him uh, something like this. It's probably going to be a blowout because I can't. There's nothing in my spirit that I'm going to preach. I have nothing to preach. It's just like a blank. It's muddy. That's what I was feeling. Five minutes after I text him, God just dropped something in my heart. About this story, you tell them how to get a miracle. Amen. I, I rejoice in every miracle. Has anybody in this church had a miracle? My Lord. Hallelujah. Sister Amanda Thompson, didn't he raise her hand? Like she's never had a miracle. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This brother Lance McDougal's a miracle. What a miracle. Let me tell you what happened though. Jesus, the Bible said, had compassion because they had been with him three days and had nothing to eat. Let me tell you something. Jesus knows when somebody's hungry. Your neighbor may not know you're hungry for God. Your spouse may not even know what's going on in your mind right now. Your best friend may not be able to detect what's going on in your spirit. But I'm telling you, Jesus Christ, he's got a hungry meter. I said he's got a hunger meter. And he's connecting it up to every person in this building tonight. I felt it during praise and worship. 
God started hooking it up to people. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost right now. I feel God begin to connect it up to people. Are they hungry enough right now? Is he hungry enough? Is she hungry enough? I'm telling you, God has compassion on hungry people. It was three days that they had gone out into the wilderness and he had them sit down and they began to have church and I began to think if there was a three-day church service, hallelujah, fixing to hook the meter up to you. If I announce we're going to have a three-day church service out in the forest somewhere, we're not going to have any air conditioners. Some people may say glory. But then if I said we ain't going to stop to eat either. There ain't going to be any bathrooms out there. We're just going to have church. I can tell you with the air conditioner on, the lights on, if I preached for three hours, half the people would leave. Oh, my side's hurting. Oh, I, I need something to drink. Oh, I need something to eat. My sugar's going low. Yeah, mine too. The Bible said these people had been with Jesus for three days. And they weren't saying, come on, teacher. You're being long-winded. You know we ain't ate nothing. They weren't saying, come on, bro. Can we resume this next week? You know what they were doing? They were sitting down and they were listening to Jesus say, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the peacemakers. And he was just preaching, teaching, expounding the word of God and the people sat there for three days. Praise God. And after three days, I tell you, the loudest thing in the room wasn't their stomach growling. Oh yeah. It was their soul that was growling. Boy, I feel like preaching. You know what got God's attention? They've been with me for three days. These are hungry people. Did y'all know we have three services every week? Three little one hour, one and a half hour services. Praise God. You're probably saying, I wish he'd quit rambling right now and hurry up. 
It's Fourth of July weekend. Don't you know what's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to teach you how to get some fireworks in your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you when God starts dropping miracles in your life, it's going to get some attention. I told my wife one time if there was one particular miracle that happened in this church, this building wouldn't be big enough to hold it. I said, God, let me get the building done so we can hold the revival that'll happen from the miracles you're performing. Amen. Everybody say three days. Three days of church. Can you imagine that? Waking up in the morning, going to church all day long. No beautiful singing or instruments. Amen. No popcorn in the middle. Amen. No fruit juice to get them to come to Sunday school. No gummy bears. Boy, it's really getting sad now. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. How how do you go to church for three days in a row? This is how you do. You get hungry. See, everybody in the world wasn't there. It was the hungry people. And it was their hunger that got God's attention. It was their hunger that made God say, you know what? Let's stop right here. And I'm fixing to show them a miracle. Amen. I'm going to preach for 90 seconds now. But don't set your timer. Please don't ever say, there's just not miracles like there used to be. You know what I'm going to say? There's not hunger like there used to be. Ask the question, when am I going to get my miracle? Tell me how hungry you are, and I'll tell you when your miracle's coming. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Shut up, I tell you what I've never seen. I've never seen an able-bodied person get yanked up off of a pew and drugged to the front and given a miracle. I've seen and read God go to people that were blind that were lame, that couldn't help it. But I've never seen an able-bodied person get a miracle glued to the pew. I'm only 48, so I'm still pretty young, but I've been in this all my life. 
Oh, yes. That every time I seen a miracle, it was just like the miracles in that Bible. It was somebody that heard Jesus was coming by. It was somebody that heard the miracle man uh, was walking down the street uh, and they began to do everything in their ability uh, to get God's attention. Uh, I'm telling you, being in the right place uh, at the right time with the right attitude and the right spirit uh, and the right determination is a long way toward getting a miracle. Hallelujah. Praise God. One day I got bit by a tick and I didn't even know what the deal was. And y'all have heard this a thousand times. We're going to make it 1,001. Amen. I went home that night. I was the sickest I've ever been in my life. Went to the doctor the next day. They drew blood. I thought I was dying. Man, halfway between food poisoning and the flu. Is what it feels like when one of them mean ticks gets you. So it was a church night. My family went to church. Here I am laying in the living room floor, sick as a dog. You know what? You can be. Well, praise God. Ain't got nothing high behind right now. You can be changed if you get hungry enough. Laid in the floor and I almost got mad. Thought here I am. I think I was like 30 years old, something like that. Healthy, my family's at church and I'm laying in the floor. And I'm sick and I just begin to pray, God, there ain't one person loves you as much as I love you. Well, y'all might not be able to say that. I said, there ain't nobody going to serve you like I serve you. And I even said this. There ain't nobody going to get behind my pastor like I'm going to get behind him. I said, ain't nobody going to praise you like I'm going to praise you. I'm going to dance. I'm going to run the aisles. You know me, Lord. I'm a Bible reader. I'm going to tell everybody I know about you. Why am I laying on my back right now? I need a miracle. Well, you just need to let it run its course. Baloney. I said, God, you got to touch me right now. I got up, went to bed, got up the next day, shook it off, felt fine, ate breakfast, framing a house. I was on top of a nine-foot wall tying a rafter in, and the doctor called me and he said, Mr. Motes, uh, this is Dr. I don't remember his name. Uh, you need to go to the ER right now. Really? What's up? He said, you got the worst kind of tick fever there is. I said, well, Doc, I may have yesterday when I was at your office, but I had a prayer meeting last night, and I ain't got it no more. Still ain't got it. Uh, hey, I, I just feel like if somebody would get a little more hungry... A little more hungry. Uh, you, know, you know what the problem is? We're like the church in Re- Revelation. We're, 
rich and increase with goods and have need of nothing. Got nice air conditioner buildings. If it ain't cold enough, we just hit one button. It gets colder. Praise God. Trying to figure out what we want after church to eat. Trying to figure out which vehicle to drive to church. Hey, I'm preaching to I'm preaching to the church tonight that is blessed beyond measure. Hey Amen. We're so blessed sometimes. We deal with things uh, that God would get rid of uh, if we would get a little hunger, uh, a little drive, uh, a little grit in our stomach. Uh. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together right now. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, help me pray for one moment. I know man that is born a woman is few days and full of trouble. I understand all that. And I know every single person in this building has a condition. They have a situation that's wearing on their mind. Maybe it's a sickness. Maybe it's a relationship problem. Maybe it's something, whatever. Just something you need a miracle. Amen. Something that you've been dealing with. Man, and this is what the Lord began to deal with me about uh, this afternoon. Spur of the moment. I'm, I'm definitely out of my lane right now. I kind of like to know what I'm going to preach a long time before I preach it. Amen. But this is what the Lord laid upon me this afternoon. Amen. If your condition, if you're all right with it, living with it, amen, just live with it. Amen. Matter of fact, if you're your condition, you're happy with it and whatever and everything's hunky-dory in your life, you're dismissed. Amen. But for the rest of the 100% of people that are here, amen, this is what, this is what I want to talk to you about right now. Amen. Are you willing to get hungry enough to get a miracle? Hallelujah. Are, are, you, are you willing to get hungry enough to where, where that miracle gets triggered. Amen. Do you know what happened with the woman? Now listen, the woman with the issue of blood, she crawled through the crowd. She had tried everything. You know what? She was desperate. Jesus didn't even know she was coming. She snuck up on him and touched him and got a miracle, and Jesus don't even know who it is. And he says, who touched me? You know what that means? There was a miracle that was already pre-programmed. That when she reached that certain level of hunger, it's like it was already written into eternity. It was written into the volume of the books. Uh, when they reach right there, it's going to happen. When their faith gets right there, it's going to happen. 
If they walk out right there, it'll just be what it is. And if they stay right there, it'll always be what it is. But if she ever gets to right there, I feel the power of God in this place. There's no doubt. Brother Jason Essery laying in the hospital coughing up blood. They didn't know what to do when you was crying your eyeballs out at Children's Hospital. You got to that level. And guess what? He walked out of that place. Somebody, this could be the night that you walk out of that depression. You walk out of that sickness. I feel it. There's somebody in this house right now. If you'd allow your faith to reach that level. You're going to walk out a brand new person. I can't get out of it. Oh, you can. I can't change it. Oh, but God can. All you got to do is get hungry enough to get his attention. Oh. Uh, There's an undercurrent of faith coming in this place right now. There's an undercurrent of faith in this place right now. Somebody's going to grab it. Somebody's going to get a miracle. Somebody's going to be changed. Come on, I'm speaking in the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody's been dealing with a withered situation. Somebody's been dealing with a barren life. Come on, if you ain't hungry, it's time to get hungry. Don't pray until you have a moment with God. Come on, I feel that same power in this church again tonight. I'm going to say it again. Don't stop where you always stop. Don't stop at the same level of hunger you always stop at.
If you need the Holy Ghost, all you need is a little more hunger. If you need a miracle, you need a healing, come as close to this front as you can get. Stand up, kneel down, lay down, whatever God lays upon your heart. Come on, increase it. Increase. 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 Karamahanahasah.